Hey guys, it's David Burns, and this is the International Baseball Community Podcast. Today is episode number 25. I have Chris Metzger back on the podcast. Uh, Chris just finished up his 2013 season playing in the Dutch Major League. Uh, he originally came over to Europe in 2012 and played with the Rouen Huskies in the French Elite League. Uh, he most recently has signed on with the Solingen Alligators in the German Bundesliga 1. So uh, let's get on with this interview with Chris Metzger. He provides us with a ton of information on Dutch baseball, uh, a lot of comparisons between Dutch baseball and the French League, and also t- comparisons to back home. Uh, there's some great tips along the way, too, and uh, especially at the end, Chris provides two solid tips for anybody looking to take their career over to Europe. So enjoy the episode, and uh, let's get on air with Chris Metzger. Powered by Middle Punk Media, your sports marketing agency. We put sports center stage. Chris, welcome back to the podcast. It's nice to have you back for the second time. Thanks for having me, David. Always a pleasure. Yeah. Uh, so maybe uh, for our listeners, if you can start off with your background and uh, just take us through uh, how that led you, uh, your background in baseball, and then how that led you over to Europe and then uh, eventually to uh, Dutch baseball. Yeah, so, uh, so I played baseball, uh, played college ball at USC in California, and I uh, didn't get a chance to get drafted or play uh, any ball or anything afterwards, so I decided to head up to Europe. And so I did the mass email thing. And I uh, got a lot of replies and ended up choosing a team in France just because I speak a little French. I always wanted to go to Paris. Mm-hmm. I ended up in Rouen, which is in northern France, playing for the Rouen Huskies. And it was, uh, it was a great summer. It was, it's a great team. Uh, I got to play in the European Cup. We won a French championship. So it was a great summer. Decided I wanted to do it again. And uh, I got an opportunity to move up a little bit in European baseball and uh, because I got an offer from UVV Team Utrecht in the Netherlands. And I knew that... The Netherlands was a was a great league. Um, I had played against one of their teams in the European Cup, and uh, so I knew it was a good, good league, good opportunity for me. So I jumped all over. And is that how the opportunity uh, came up? Is just through watching you play in the European Cup, or or, or were you sending out feelers again through email? Or it was some of each. Uh, I think probably somebody saw me there. Or, you know, that was that was a, at least a chance to vet me uh, for them. But it was actually. A little more coincidental, uh, I got emailed by a guy who had been a coach in Belgium uh, who had talked to me before I went to France. And then he became an assistant coach at UVV, and I needed an import, so he put my name in. I see. Uh, okay. So that, so so France was kind of a stepping stone for you. And, uh, yeah, maybe let's, let's jump into the Dutch baseball then uh, because, you know, our previous interview was all about French baseball, so we won't really get back into that. Um, but... Uh, yeah, how did your season go? I know in France, you you know you had you had a good run there, and you you pretty much dominated that league. I think you were eighteen and one, and had an ERA of about point six eight. 
I'm having a feeling you probably had a little more of a challenge in, in the Dutch league. Not, no, no offense to the, the French league there. Uh, that I heard that they, uh, you know, they have some pretty decent hitters there as well. But uh, yeah, how did your season go? It was all right. Uh, it was definitely more challenge, and that was that was really why I went there. Uh, that was that was a lure for me was to, to still be in Europe and, and having an adventure there, but playing against some, you know some of the best competition available. And uh, yeah, it was there. The hitters were definitely good. I mean, certainly in top of the league, uh, you know, one through seven lineups can really hurt you. Yeah. Whereas in, in France, it was you get through the fourth hitter, and nobody's going to do much to you after that. Yeah. Okay. So it's definitely more of a challenge, more depth in the lineup, and. Uh, yeah, so it was, that was that was really fun. I really enjoyed that. Um, so I yeah didn't put up quite the stats I had, and, but uh, I had a lot more fun facing all the quality hitters. Yeah. Okay. And where does UVV fall in the standings? Are they? I, I believe they're more middle in the pack, aren't they? There's a there's a clear top four, um, and then UVV is the best after that. So we we were fifth place. Okay. Can you list those clear top four or the ones that are kind of uh, you know the leading the league typically year to year? Yeah, the, the, the order changes, but it's the same four. It's uh, Amsterdam, the Amsterdam Pirates, uh, Corendon, Kinheim, mm-hmm. uh, Harlem, um, Neptunus, which is in Rotterdam, mm-hmm. and uh, the Pioneers, who are in Hofburg, which is uh, it's close to Harlem. Okay, and and if you if you know just based on your impression or your travels and or your competitions against those teams, uh, you know, is, what what do you think would would be your choice as far as a top organization maybe that if you had an opportunity you'd love to go to maybe for a variety of different reasons but uh maybe professionalism maybe the facility maybe uh whatever it may be yeah um i guess i had to choose it'd be hard not to choose the, the pioneers and hope because they got that brand new stadium i don't know if you've heard about that yeah but they didn't try to lure the mlb over to europe and so they're starting to play that this in 2014. So that would that's definitely going to be a lure for a lot of players. I think they're, a lot of guys are going to want to play there. Okay, and Hofdorp. Okay, yeah, I think. Well, I just did a recent post on the top stadiums in Europe. Uh, hopefully, I didn't miss that one. I'll have to double check. But <laughs> um, yeah, well, it's, it's brand new. It's built so that they can bring in MLB teams. Okay. Uh, anyway, so that that would be a draw, and that's a I know that's a that's a quality club too. I think they were the runner up this year. Uh, and then the Amsterdam Pirates are definitely a well-run organization. They have their their uh, their pitching is is amazing. Uh, they've got Rob Quartermans, the one of the uh, elder statesmen on the Dutch national team. Uh-huh. Uh, and I think he might even he's their pitching coach, and I, he, he's he's going to move on into coaching for sure. And uh, so that would be that would be good to play there as well. Okay, and. You know, could you compare it? Like, I know you didn't play professional ball back in the states, but maybe you can compare it. Uh, the professionalism of playing in Dutch baseball compared to France and and playing back at uh, USC. Yeah, there's, there's a huge difference there. Uh, the professionalism is definitely a part of the Dutch baseball. You don't get it in the French, uh, or I imagine elsewhere in Europe, um, just because most of the players are paid, even the, the Europeans. Mm-hmm. Um, even a little bit, they're all paid something. And um, there was less interaction with guys off the field. Okay. In France, it was a huge family atmosphere. Everybody's friends off the field. We yeah. do tons of the team. But with it, in, at Utrecht, it was more just at the field for practices, games that we would interact. I see. So it was it was a little more like a job than a, than a maybe a, a big family and a hobby kind of thing. 
Yeah, a little more. I mean, it, yeah. most guys still had day jobs or going to school or whatever, but it was it was yeah. just a little more professional. I see. Um, part, of, part of that too, I think, is the in the Dutch baseball specifically. It's such a small country, yeah. and all the teams are actually clustered in one part of the country, uh-huh. kind of the south and west. So guys move around a lot. They change clubs yeah. year to year, which is not something you see in France or I imagine in other countries. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so they move around a lot, and so they're coming from other. I mean, we had guys coming from Amsterdam and from. Uh-huh. Uh, from Belgium, we had a couple guys from uh, from The Hague. So guys aren't living in the same city, so that I think that contributes to it as well. For sure, that's a big part of it. They're all they're they're there to play baseball, and then they're heading back home. So that, I, yeah, I heard a similar thing about Belgium as well. Just a small country, and and the bulk of the teams are are concentrated in Antwerp. So they so yeah, and they're yeah, same thing. They're just kind of they're changing clubs year to year, and uh, seeing so uh, it's pretty interesting. Playing in Austria, it's a lot different. You know, we're pretty spread out here, and we travel pretty far to play baseball, and so it's it's more of the family atmosphere and the same guys every year and yeah okay maybe could you take us a little bit uh through your your weekly schedule when you were playing uh with uvv yeah so it was, it's three games a week in holland rather than two which is a, most of, of europe so it was thursday night and then saturday and sunday okay um another thing because of the the size of the country uh you don't play a whole series in the same stadium mm-hmm. you play thursday saturday in one stadium and then Sunday and the other. Uh huh. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, it was a little bit bizarre. I think part of it was just so that you can use. You don't have to wash your pants quite as often. You can <laughs> on Sunday. That, that actually had something to do with it, but um, but with the size of the country, it's you know it's possible to get that done. So yeah, yeah, I guess, and there's nobody really doing that for you. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, good. And uh, you know, I'm also a little bit interested for my own my own interest here. Just you know, I know like if if for example, our club in Austria, if we bring over a pitcher, you know, we, we kind of want him to go nine innings. <laughs> so, uh, we don't, there's not a lot of pitching depth in Austria, so I'm a little bit curious, uh, you know, what, what, what kind of a bullpen or what kind of backup you have there in, in, in Dutch baseball. Yeah, that's another big difference I found. Uh, we actually had a staff of nine guys. Oh, okay. That's a huge just, difference, yeah. Yeah, you know, my French team, uh, like, kind of like in Austria it sounds, we had – Three pitchers and a position player that could pitch, two maybe two. Yeah, yeah. So same idea. I mean, we, you know, the American guys would go nine um, mm-hmm. as possible, and we just didn't have that many that many pitchers. But mm-hmm. I mean, we had nine guys for three games in Holland. So yeah, um, you know, we had a bunch of guys. Some you know, some guys wouldn't pitch every weekend. Yeah, um, it was tough to get everybody playing time. So it was it was more like I remember baseball being in the states in that respect, like college ball. Yeah, and I, I think that's a nice feeling too, especially coming from somewhere like France, where you feel this pressure. Where okay, you know, you know, you're going the distance, and if you kind of have an off day, you're you're just kind of hung out to dry a little bit sometimes. So it's it's sure. nice it's nice to have that knowing that you know there's some quality guys that can come in uh, when you if you get tired or if they start hitting you or, or whatever the case is. So I actually had, I actually think about the opposite way though, because um, okay. I'm there were a few times this year when we'd be blowing a team out and I'd come out to the fifth inning. You know, because the manager just gets me a win and, and then just wants to get other guys plenty of time. Yeah, yeah. I don't ever want to get up the ball. You know, I, I want to be there all nine innings, you know. Yeah, and, uh, I guess I'm, I'm looking at from my perspective coming in as an old guy and, and I'm good for one inning and, and I'm, <laughs> I'm just happy to get out of there again. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so um, 
I know when we spoke about France uh, a while back, you know, especially in Rouen, there, you're a little bit secluded there, so you really didn't get a lot of fans out. So was there much of a difference, uh, or I'm assuming there's quite a bit of a difference as far as fan support and maybe recognition of baseball within Holland? Yeah, there's definitely more. Um, even to, in terms of recognition, even to the point where people on the street know what baseball is, mm-hmm. where sometimes in France they give you the blank look. Yeah. Um, or maybe they've heard the word, but they have no, they don't know anything about it. But in, in Holland, there's a lot more recognition of it in the national sport. Yeah. Um, but yeah, in terms of fans, um, a lot of the teams got quite a few fans. Some of the stadiums are pretty, pretty big. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the top teams have the big stadiums. Um, and if you, if you, I mean, we don't have a big baseball setup. It's, it's kind of a, a sport club. So it's, it, there's soccer there as well and tennis and whatever. So the baseball is just part of it. We didn't have a big stadium, but we'd probably get, 50 to 100 fans every game. Yeah. Something like that, which is way more than we ever saw in, in France, for sure. And some of those big clubs, when, when you're on the road, are they filling their stadiums at all? or Not filling them. Uh, I mean, they're, they're so big, they look empty. But yeah. they're probably getting a few hundred here and there. Okay. Um, yeah, so it's it's not a bad crowd at all. Okay. And we actually had, we had one game that was on TV. Well, um, they got a, we had a nationally televised game. It was, it was intermittently being shown with a field hockey game. It was like 15 minutes of one, 15 minutes of the other. Uh-huh, okay. But it was still, you know, they still had the camera set, set up at our field, and yeah. and uh, there's still some, you know, there's some exposure there, too. Competing with field hockey for airtime, huh? <laughs> and me at home. <laughs> yeah, in Austria, we're competing with handball or something. <laughs> in France, too. Yeah, they love it in France. Yeah, handball. I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, okay. Maybe we can get to uh, you know the opportunities for for imports within Holland. Now, I, I spoke to an umpire that's umpired uh, in Holland or in a lot of these international tournaments and or European tournaments, and he says there really isn't a lot of opportunities there. Uh, you know, uh, they usually try to you know keep it mostly Dutch and and maybe bring in uh, one or two imports on, on a team. Uh, yeah, did you find that's pretty much accurate, or, or you know? yeah, it is. Uh, I don't think there were more than probably five or six Americans in the league. Mm-hmm. Uh, eight. Um, there were a couple teams, of yeah. there were a couple of Venezuelan imports on one of the teams, but for the most part, there just weren't that many. Um, not even as many as there were in France. And I know somewhere like Germany has a ton of imports, and they have two or three Americans on every team. So yeah, it was a lot, it was a lot fewer than I expected, and. Sure. Uh, do you know anything about their backgrounds or, or you know, where they played ball or, or the, the caliber of baseball player that uh, has been imported to Holland? Yeah, I know that. I mean, I know there are some minor league guys that have played, and a lot of Dutch guys that play minor league as well. So, uh, and then they come back and, and keep playing in the, in the Dutch league after, after they get released or after they're done or whatever. Oh. Uh, but uh, there was one guy I know that, that just played college ball. Um, and uh, yeah, my my roommate actually had played in Holland, but he he had visa trouble, so he couldn't. So he played in Belgium, but lived with me. I see. And uh, he, was, he was just a college guy, played at ASU. Okay. And where did he play in Belgium? He played for um, the Squirrels, Burgerhout Squirrels. Oh, okay. I think they won this year. Uh, no, they, they lost the finals. They lost the finals. Oh yeah, they lost to the Braves in the finals. Yeah, or something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He, he and both playing, but they both went home. Uh huh. So they. They lost those guys and and then didn't, didn't weren't able to pull out. Uh-huh, okay, yeah, it always hurts when when that happens, which yeah. seems to happen a lot actually in Europe. I've noticed a lot of imports going home at the the worst time. I had a few teams in in Austria this year 
uh, we saw a few imports departing right at playoff time and and sure. yeah so it's it's you know for various reasons but it's it's not something you want to see if if you can help it um yep yeah, maybe we could talk a little bit about contract like uh I know it's a it's a professional league, right? As in comparison to to France, where where it's amateurs. So I'm I'm assuming that the pace is a little bit better, and maybe you're compensated a little a little bit better. Can you speak on that at all? Yeah, it's it's better. Uh, I got more than I got in France, um, but I I know that I got less than uh, a lot of guys I know have gotten paid in, in Holland because mm-hmm. um, the club I happen to be on. Um, it was a second division club that got promoted a couple of years ago, yeah. and so they so they don't have the money that the top four have. Okay, uh, just don't have the resources, and so I got paid more, but not as much as guys I you know get paid. I know in the top four. Okay, yeah, that's kind of what I was expecting. Yeah, I think those top clubs they just have, they have the the budget to to maybe spend a little more or or pay a little more, but yeah, okay. and that, I mean. That, Perpetuates the system, the, the, you know, perpetuates the fact that they're always in the top four. Because if one of the bottom teams develops a good player, they're just going to get a great offer from the top four and move and move on. Yeah. Now, our soccer this year has signed on with with uh, Neptunians for next year. Yeah, especially yeah. Uh, being being such a small country. Uh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's pretty easy to, to pick somebody up. Okay. Um, yeah, that's 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 some good information, and it, that clears up a few questions for me, and I know some of the listeners. Um, and I really liked your story, how it was it was a stepping stone within European baseball. Uh, you know, you, you didn't play in the minors or anything back home, but you came mm-hmm. over from a high level of college baseball, came over and were, made your way up. And, and I like that story. And, uh, I, and I, was trying, I was trying to go play in Holland or Italy my first year, and when I was. When I was first looking at it, you know, I knew those were the best leagues, so that was where I was wanting to go. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't get anything, any offers from those two leagues. Um, I got offers from the Dutch second division, but um, I imagine that was probably, you know, not as good or about the same as the top divisions in other countries. So, you know, so I, I didn't crack it the first time, but then, like you said, stepping stone, I came in, came in, proved my, you know, proved my worth, and then was able to get an opportunity in the top league. And I really think that's a, a, a common story. I know a lot of guys that are, are trying right away. They're, they're obviously setting the bar high, and they're going for Italy or Holland, and they keep hearing about Italy and Holland, the big two. But I know it's tough to break straight in, uh, you know, unless you've played minor league baseball. Uh, it's pretty difficult, and even then, uh, there's not a lot of opportunities. And the competition's great; everybody wants to go there. So, but I think coming in through Europe is a is a European league, like uh, especially one of the better leagues, like like French baseball, uh, is the way to go. Because then, uh, you know, especially if you're going to be playing for a team like Ruin, where you're playing in these uh, European Cup and everything like that, then you gain some exposure, and, and I think that's a, an excellent route to go. And and uh, a, a way of opening some more doors for for a player of, of your stature uh, coming from the U.S. Yeah, exactly. You're, yeah. you're right on. Um, yeah, maybe. Uh, um, oh, yeah. You mentioned something about Dutch, the second league Dutch baseball. Now, I, that's just another area I really don't know anything about. I don't know if you have any more information other than yeah, you had an offer or or a possibility to go play there. But uh, do you know anything about opportunities there as well? I know some of the teams will import. Uh, I actually met a guy uh, who's playing for a second division guy from, guy from San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I know, I mean, some of those teams do import. And the offers I got were comparable to what I got in France. Mm-hmm. 
again, they don't have the resources like the top, the top first league teams, but yeah. And, and I got the, got the, got the feeling that maybe they wasn't quite the same family atmosphere because guys still move around, but, um, they, they play two games a week, um, yeah. like, like other countries and just got the feeling that it's, it's a little more similar. Yeah. In terms of that level of play, I mean, based on how much baseball there is in Holland compared to in France, yeah, I mean, that is is pretty good. Uh, that, that's what that would that was my impression is you know there's a lot of baseball in Holland. You know, there's a lot of clubs on my website uh, that are that that are from Holland, and uh, you know, I just just statistically there's got to be more opportunities, you know, and 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 I, I know if there's any kind of budget a lot of these clubs would would like to bring somebody over that could just help their club improve or and and work with the youth or whatever it is so um yeah you know chris i i, I think that about sums up everything i wanted to ask you about dutch baseball maybe um if you can if you if we can uh, end this on maybe a, a tip on uh, for our listeners on how they can establish a long lasting career in in uh, Europe or any advice you might have about the transition from uh, American baseball over over to Europe uh, yeah, anything you can provide that would give these guys a little bit of an uh, an idea of how to go about it or or how to uh, try to sustain a, a long career overseas yeah, I think I think the two the two best pieces of advice I can give are to first of all keep your sense of humor whenever you go uh, whenever you go over because you're going to see things that you've never seen before in baseball that you'll never see in you know anywhere in the states in terms yeah. of just different you know crazy plays, crazy umpiring decisions, and yeah. it's doing weird. It's just it's just a different world. I mean, there's just the culture is different. Yeah, um, completely. Basically. Just isn't as established in Europe as it is in the States, and so you're going to see weird things. And so, you know, just just bring a sense of humor, go along with the ride, just enjoy it while you're doing it. Don't get all bent out of shape if something doesn't go your way. Yeah. No. And then the other thing I think is just just be open and be professional with your team. Um, you know, I find that the passion that European guys have for baseball is is incredible. I mean, it it takes so much sacrifice to be a European baseball player. You know, with a with a job and a family, I mean, doing it on the weekends and the evenings, I mean, it takes a lot of sacrifice. So the guys that do it just love the game more than I've, I've ever seen. And so for an American to be coming to play with them, it's that, I mean, that's a dream come true for them. Even if it happens every year, I mean, that, they love it. Yeah. So if you open up at all to them, they're just going to embrace you and bring you in yeah. and make you the family in a second. So yeah, that's that's what I would say. Keep your sense of humor and and open up to to your teammates. Be professional with them. And yeah, you just kind of great experience. Yeah, I, I second both those points. Uh, you know, I really, I really uh, experienced the same things here. You know, they just will bend over backwards for baseball. And uh, mm-hmm. I know within Austria that the furthest distance traveled is seven hours between two clubs. And uh, these guys are working nine to five, and they have families, and then they're traveling seven hours to play a doubleheader, and then seven back. So yeah. I. I you know the love for baseball. You know, really is is amazing, and their passion towards it. So, uh, I, I really like I really like that point you made. And come with an open mind, and just just have a good time. And I completely agree with you. So, Chris, thanks a lot for your time. And uh, you know, hopefully, we'll stay in touch because I know you're on your way to the German Bundesliga in 2014. Sure. Uh, where'd you get signed on again? The Salingen Alligators. Yep. And uh, I guess they were in the final this year, and just it was a good, a pretty good final from what I've heard. And uh, looks like they're bringing in the big guy to try to to try to bring home a championship next year. So good luck with that, and uh, you know we'll stay in touch. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing how things go uh, in 2014.
been here, David. Thanks, thanks for the opportunity, and good luck with the site and everything, and and uh, with the athletics next year. All right, perfect. Hopefully, we'll get to meet up this this next summer here. Yeah, hopefully so. Maybe Prague, Prague, Prague baseball week this time. I, I got to make it this time. So yeah, absolutely. All right, take care. Take care, you too. Powered by Middle Punk Media, your sports marketing agency. We put sports center stage. That wraps up episode number 25. I want to thank Chris for taking the time out of his day to meet with me for the second time and inform us all about Dutch baseball and the comparisons within the Dutch and French leagues. I also want to wish Chris good luck in his 2014 season, which is underway as we speak. And uh, also, if any of you have an international baseball experience or story that you wish to share, please email me at internationalbaseballcommunity at gmail.com. Also, if you found this story inspirational or if you want to support the podcast, please share the, the, uh, the podcast on Facebook or tweet it or comment on it. I'd love to hear your feedback. So uh, go ahead and do one of those three, and I'd, I'd appreciate it very much. So until next time, I'm your host, David Burns. Take care, everybody.